You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Emery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. This episode will be talking about Willie Nelson, Stardust. In the room I have Anne. Hello. On the line I have Rob. Hello. Kyle. Howdy. And Jackson. Hi. Stardust is the 22nd studio album by Willie Nelson, released in April 1978. The producer was Booker T. Jones, and the genre is country, pop, jazz, and folk. And I'm going to read from the book, Kenneth Burns. After the success of 1975's quietly iconoclastic The Red-Headed Stranger, Willie Nelson's bosses at Columbia Records were probably inclined to let him try just about anything. Still, the concept of Stardust must have made them nervous. Why would the honky-tonker release a lavishly produced collection of Tin Pan Alley standards? But if Red-Headed Stranger confirmed that Nelson was one of the great country artists of his day, Stardust sealed his reputation as one of the best and most distinctive American singers of any day. Often imitated, even mocked, but seldom matched, Nelson's singing was already rather more jazzy than, than that of his colleagues in Nashville, and Stardust let him take on the idiom of jazz singing directly. On the title cut, Nelson sings sometimes a little ahead, sometimes well behind the beat, and plucks notes seemingly from nowhere. Nelson broke new commercial ground with Stardust, which stayed on the U.S. Billboard album charts for two years and improbably enough with tunes by pop songsters like Hoagie Carmichael and Irving Berlin on the country charts. If the redheaded stranger made Nelson a country legend, Stardust made him a household name. All right. What do we think of Willie Nelson Stardust? It's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Such a delight. It's such a delightful album. I love this. I had a great time listening to it. (laughs) It's Standards by Willie Nelson. What what else do you want? (laughs) Did you say 10 Pin Alley Standards? Tin Pan. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. Tin Pan. Tin Pan Pan Alley. Alley. (laughs) Most of them are from the 30s. Um, bowling songs, bowling yeah, standards. bowling songs. Oh, did I say pin instead of pan? <laughs> <laughs> I like this album too. Yeah, it's hard to uh, it's hard to hate this album because it's Willie Nelson is like I don't know he's an American pastime. You know he's <laughs> he's literally like uh, I can't think of many other you know artists him johnny cash that just have that voice that you can just listen to and i'll just i'll just love it and with this sparse production what he's doing what he did with booker t i thought it was so fascinating that booker t comes back around as a producer on this album i hadn't i didn't know that after you know green onion stacks fame he came back around and and him and willie you know made this amazing 
American Standards album. So cool. It's quite dope. Yeah, I really I really liked the arrangements. Um, a couple of these, I went back and listened to the originals again. Like uh, uh, All of Me, like the Billie Holiday version, way different. Um, and some songs like Unchained Melody. I mean, you think, you know, there's not really a lot more to get out of that song, but he, he kind of makes it his own, you know? Yeah, this whole thing is just kind of a, uh, I don't know, like a really warm blanket for my ears. Yeah. I don't know if that... that makes like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man, just... Yeah, it just kind of, and it also like, it remind like it reminds me of the Muppet Show kind of like when they're doing like their musical numbers. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It, it's it, heartwarming. I, I think this also might just be like one of those things that's kind of like secretly built into my DNA to just enjoy. I think Willie Nelson might be one of those uh the, those singer arranger composer types um because i've I've never met a willie nelson song i didn't like that's interesting like these songs are so old but i feel like i'm familiar with pretty much all of them which is just like another layer to it for me because they are standards but like they're still standards now in certain ways and that's cool too I didn't realize that a lot of these or that they were all standards i just kind of thought well willie nelson's been writing songs for other people since like 1953 maybe he wrote some of these like, I, yeah I, I definitely looked it all up to see because i didn't know. like did he write georgia for ray charles <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I didn't look it up i was like huh yeah but yeah it's kind of incredible that he was he was such a prolific songwriter i mean he had a ton of uh songs that went to number one and songs that he wrote for other people even before he started doing things on his own and for him to have a redheaded stranger which is a concept album and the outlaw uh what was the outlaw album they did with like merle uh wanted the outlaws they put that up in 1976 and then he says i want to go back and do these standards i think it was Partially, his little sister suggested that he he try something different because uh, she she always played the piano in their home when he was growing up, and so he just thought he'd have a a fun time, you know, kind of reminiscing on these songs. And then I think he met with Booker T, and they start in Malibu, and they, they started thinking, hey, actually, this you know, Moonlight in Vermont, and uh, some of this stuff actually does work in this sort of country pop register yeah Yeah. uh doing things and then you know for these songs that didn't like georgia on my mind then to be on uh country music stations is is incredible uh it it almost it's an interest it's an interesting compendium to the ray charles taking country songs and making them pop and here he is uh, taking American standards and, you know, making them almost a little more country. It's really cool. Yeah. I love it. The whole thing is very sort of soft. It's definitely a ear warm blanket. Like Rob said, I mean, I yeah. grew up, this was always playing somewhere. Like everybody had this album, all my aunts and uncles, like my grandparents, <laughs> everybody had this record. And I think as a kid, I thought that this was, I mean, I didn't know that, these were standards, obviously. And I was like, well, this is just what Willie Nelson sounds like. And his voice is like so perfect for this kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, I mean, the whole thing is just like 
completely effortless sounding. It's just like it always existed or something. Georgia. Georgia. The whole day through. Just an old sweet song Keeps Georgia on my mind Georgia Georgia A song that's cool that you say that you didn't realize they were standards because that was a big part of um, Willie Nelson coming into a uh, uh, bridging the the uh, the age bridging the generation because he was one of those artists that was able to transition from not just the stalwart uh, country politan guys you know that that kind of uh, he he was able to with this album actually reach. A younger generation because they hadn't heard these songs and they seem yeah. new, new and exciting because Willie's playing them now and right. everyone's looking at more into, you know, going back and looking at these, uh, these different things because obviously these, uh, no one was really hitting hard with uh, jazz at this, at this moment, 1978. I mean, it was punk and all sorts of uh, disco and, and things. And so I think that that's a, big reason that this hit home it, it got all the generations it got young generations and then it got older generations it went uh what was it quintuple Quint- platinum quintuple platinum <laughs> in- i mean yeah. <laughs> i i assume it's his best-selling album ever yeah. it has to be right yeah it is and yeah like willie you know he's obviously they're country guys much older than him but as far as like the contemporaries of willie's at the time like in the 70s He's older than all of those guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, because, you know, he'd been around for so much longer. So it's cool that he brings this, reaches back even further for for all the younger guys around him and everybody. Yeah, and just to kind of piggyback on what Birch was saying, um, I mean, this album is just, it's very unabashedly sentimental, you know? And I think, you know, juxtaposed to, like, you know, all the punk records and all the, you know, ironic stuff and uh, just maybe some of the stuff that might have sounded you know, strange to ears in the late seventies. This is kind of, ah, you know, like my dad used to say, whenever he heard a a Tom Petty song on the radio, he would just be like, ah, (laughs) you know, (laughs) so I think, you know, in 1978, people would turn this on and, you know, go through the radio stations. They don't like disco, you know, this comes on. Ah, ah, it's just something everyone can like, right? (laughs) Yeah. I still feel that way about it. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, who in your intro you were saying that some people mock his voice? Oh yeah, like, I mean you remember in the eighties, uh, Saturday Night Live and some of the comedy shows they'd have that nasally, you know, you'd sing like Willie Nelson. It, it, he just well, had, like are, are you talking like Piscopo, like Saturday Night Live eighties yeah, stuff, like yeah, Anthony yeah. Michael Hall nineteen yeah, eighties? Absolutely, yeah. Willie Nelson became a you know, because he was so popular, he and you can kind of sing a little bit like him if you just have a bit of a nasal in your in your voice. Um, 
he has a real distinct delivery. And so people were able to pick up on that and um, hmm. and imitate it. I mean, I've seen him imitated uh, time and time again on, you know, a lot of people like to do it when they're singing too. they'll like, I'll sing this like Willie Nelson. Um, I think it's I've never I've, I've never heard that. Yeah. <laughs> this time I'm going for Willie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you you do hang around in those all those country bars, Rob. So, you yeah. Know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I have been to Nashville. <laughs> six times so. I'll have you know. six times I've only been once that I can remember uh, yeah. <laughs> some other cool stuff I I pulled up uh, while I was doing research is uh, in his background he did a lot of different singing so he not only knew these songs but he was interested in all types of music from honky tonk to uh, I mean obviously country but also gospel music and it, it was said that he would go and obviously he was underage. He would go work at the honky tonk or sing at the honky tonk bars when he was really young. And then the next day he would be singing for the same people uh, at church. <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's doing he's doing double duty where he's singing these honky tonk songs. And then the next day he's singing, uh, singing in church. I thought it was uh, really cool to, hilarious. to hear that. Love it. Uh, I did love Robert Kreisgau, who we bring up sometimes on the Village Voice. He was, he said, "quote I'm really happy about this. This record exists not just because Nelson can be a great interpretive singer. Uh, his Moonlight in Vermont is a revelation, but because he's provided me with ten great popular songs that I never had so much emotional access to." Mm-hmm. So, he made awesome. Christ Gal feel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he made Christ Gal feel. <laughs> all of me. That's quite an accomplishment. Why not take all of me? Can't you see that I'm no good without you? Take my arms. I won't lose them. Take my lips, I'll never use them. Do you guys have favorite tracks? Yeah. Blue Skies. Blue Skies. Yeah. That was one of the singles. I was surprised. I was surprised too. When you yeah. told me that. I, I knew that uh, Georgia <laughs> on My Mind is uh, was the big single. I like that look song from Ghost. Uh, un- Unchained Melody. No spoilers. Yeah. I've never seen Ghosts. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm planning to watch it with Crystal, but we haven't gotten there. Oh, it's a lot weirder than you probably think. I'm oh, hoping yeah. it's yeah. very weird, but yeah, I don't. I'm just it's gonna upsetting. go in. Okay, cool. Sounds great. I'm ready for it. <laughs> what about it? the the ghost song? <laughs> Unchained Melody, the ghost song. What about you, Jackson? Do you have a favorite? Um. I love that song, September song, the Kurt Vile yeah. song. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I love hearing different people do that. Just a million. I mean, all these songs have obviously been recorded by a million people, but September song is always kind of, to me, like a weird one-off out of that scene of these kind of songs. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. just really glad it's on there. Cool. Yeah. I'm a fan of Stardust. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. It's yeah. That was one that I had not heard, and I was that was like when I was figuring out if it was all covers. That was the one I like. Yeah, 
wasn't I, sure about. I think I like it so much, too, because it reminds me of the Willie Nelson song Nightlife, which mm-hmm. is an amazing song. I love that song. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've listened to that song hundreds of times. It's so good. And so Stardust is very similar to it, um, but in a different way. It, it sort of, uh, yeah. It's great. Yeah. Plus, it's Hogan Carmichael, Bloomington native. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I There's love also that. Don't get around much anymore because when I was a kid, my grandparents had this like shitty electric organ, and that was the sheet music. So it's the only <laughs> song I can play like on a <laughs> shitty organ. <laughs> oh, cool. And like, that's awesome. I would sing it kind of like I was drunk, and it just like really entertained my family. <laughs> because <laughs> I was a little child that had not been drunk yet yeah. but like that song charms me for some reason yeah. but like it was exciting to hear it because I was like I know this one <laughs> this I'll, weird ancient song <laughs> also uh, it. Uh, glad to have someone else's take on someone to watch over me I listened to the Chet so Baker version rude yeah. a lot, guys but, very rude but it's quite rude as Anne pointed out this week <laughs> it's like <laughs> She may not be pretty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and I'd only heard a woman sing it, and it's like not as big of an insult to tell a man that they're not attractive because that's not as much of their cultural capital, right? But like when you hear it the opposite <laughs> way, it's just like, holy shit, this is so rude. <laughs> it's rude either way, but like it didn't strike me before because I had never heard it gendered this way. Hilarious. <laughs> Uh, if you guys look up the YouTube comments, about 90% of them are about dead dads. So oh. Watch out. Oh, <laughs> man. It doesn't matter what song. Oh, no. Every song. Every single oh, God. song. <laughs> dead dads. Everywhere. I've never read YouTube oh, comments, man. and now I feel like I've been confirmed in never trying to. <laughs> oh, my God. God. Are you okay? Yeah, I'll be fine. But, uh, <laughs> don't cold bummer. Jesus. And they Jesus. don't, the stories don't start off with a dead, with a dead dad, but by the end, there's a dead dad. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, it's rough. That is really rough. <laughs> Let me tell you a, a quirky uh, Willie Nelson fact to bring up the mood. He's got several bla- black belts. He's been studying martial arts his entire life. Fifth degree what? Korean mixed martial arts. <laughs> Did not know that. So oh, he, the, guy, the guy can do anything. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> he was in an interview and the guy was like talking to him. He's like, hey, you're into uh, martial arts and stuff. And he's like, yeah, I could probably kick your ass. And he's like, I'm sure you could. Don't do it, please. <laughs> I'm not going to mess with Willie Nelson either way. No. no. Who, who would do that? <laughs> Why would I? <laughs> and, you know, he's like a pretty like little guy, too. Sometimes those guys, are, he's going to really... That wiry energy. Oh, yeah. yeah. He knows yeah. jujitsu. So, right. Exactly. <laughs> if he's got training like that, man, you, he's going to, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Man, my uh, grandma is horny as hell for Willie Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> That's so beautiful. horny for him. <laughs> We've seen him a couple times together. Yeah. Man. And, and this fucking album, it's like, she, I don't even think she cares about his country shit half the time. Like, she just wants to hear, like, Stardust, you know? Nice. Because it's just, like, perfect for a grandma. Yeah, romancing the shit out of her. It's beautiful. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> uh, I, we don't need to go around the room, do we? Is everybody just on the positive on this one? I mean... Fuck yeah! I don't, absolutely. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't gorgeous, understand yeah. how you couldn't be. Must hear. Should be in this book. 
definitely listen definitely. to it. Definitely. It'll be so pleasant for you. Have a lovely time with oh, it. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, this is just beautiful. Wonderful, relaxing. You said it was good for walking in the autumn and in November nights. November. Yeah. Sure. My November dusk walk, perfect with this. Yeah. yeah. Just a cup lovely. of coffee on a rainy day. Totally. It's amazing. I've also heard from Ben that it's good for hangovers. Okay. <laughs> good for hangovers. Ben oh, wanted so. to make sure we knew that he loves this album very much. Oh, of course. So. <laughs> Which I don't I don't think I've ever heard him say anything nice about <laughs> Willie Nelson. And I just want that on the record. Yeah. <laughs> uh, got one more uh, little thing about this. Nelson became the highest grossing concert act uh, in the U.S. in 1979. Nelson won a Grammy for Best Male Country Vocal Performance for Georgia On My Mind in 1979. Uh, September song peaked at number 15 on the Billboard Hot Country Singles. Stardust spent two years on the Billboard 200 in the album That's chart. That's huge. The album yeah. charted 540 weeks, 10 years on top country albums. <laughs> Jesus. Ten <laughs> years. That's how many people had this fucking album. Hell yeah. yeah. Quintuple platinum, y'all. Yeah. That's, that's how many dads have died. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Rob had to make it dark. Yeah. All right. Next time we'll be talking about Chic. <laughs> Say Chic. All right, thanks, y'all. Freak out. Thanks. Right, I'm going to go grab some ice cubes and a beverage. We'll be right back. Prove it. I'll, I will. Oh, it's a long, long while From May to December The days grow short when you reach September. When the autumn weather turn leaves to flame. One hasn't got time